Hi, welcome to 15 Minutes of Sane. I'm your host, Nicole. Today, we're going to talk about self-care. It's something we don't really focus a lot on, whether we're men or women. Uh, We have different reasons for why. Um, But self-care really helps to eliminate a lot of stress, anxiety, uh, poor health. Um, You hear a lot of men They'll talk about, you know, self-care is not necessary. They've got a suck-it-up attitude. They've got to work to provide for their family or their future or, you know, to reach the uh, higher levels of management in their job, moving on up the ladder. It's the public expectation that that's what's expected of them. Therefore, they look at self-care as a waste of time. Women, on the other hand, look at self-care as selfish. Uh, It costs too much money or they need to put their family first. Um, But the reality of it is we need self-care to be at our most efficient. Um, When we lack the time to practice self-care, not only are we, you know, to put it in common terms, running on fumes in our car. I mean, you wouldn't drive your car eight, 10,000 miles without changing the oil, right? You wouldn't go a year or two without rotating your tires or buying new tires, right? Well, the same thing happens with us. I mean, we are what we fuel it with, whether it's the food we eat, the lifestyle we live, the job we do. And so if you happen to have one of those jobs or lifestyles that's really just full of stress, go, 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 go. Self-care is even more important for you than it is for somebody who really, you know, leads a Zen life as it is. But those people who lead a Zen life already, they have done that by design. It doesn't happen by accident. They've chosen to live a life that is as minimalistic and stress-free as possible because that works for them. So, you know, when you talk about self-care, we really need to change our mentality on how we look at it. Instead of what it costs or the time it takes away from our job or our family, we need to look at it as maintenance for our body maintenance for our mental health, maintenance for our physical health. We also, if we happen to be fortunate enough to have children, we need to look at it as an, we're setting an example for our children. You know, I, I've told you before, our daughter is 25, grown and gone out of the house. But I distinctly remember when she was younger, in her toddler years, and I just could not convince myself that it was an appropriate use of my time to practice any kind of self-care when it came to my health. I felt like it was my job to be there for everything, to take care of everything. Again, I've told you stories. Her father is more than capable. Oftentimes he was more capable than I was. Uh, So it's not that I didn't have an equal partner to share that burden with. Um, certainly if I had said, I'm going to go to the gym, he'd have been like, have a good time. Um, it just was not in my mentality that wasn't in my wheelhouse. So consequently, I didn't teach her that practicing self-care was important. So, you know, I can see already she's mimicking 
her behaviors or a lot of our behaviors and our behaviors just didn't include taking time for ourselves. Um, and even now, you know, we're basically empty nesters and still it's hard to get into that mentality of, uh, self-care should be as a priority as food. Uh, you know, you don't start your day without coffee at, at least most people don't anyway, uh, or hot tea or whatever. Well, you really need to factor into your day, into your schedule, you know, 15 to 30 minutes of self care. And that would help eliminate a lot of anxiety for some, you know, that 20 minutes of movement a day, uh, if that's how you choose to exercise self care would help with some health issues. And certainly all of it helps with stress and, you know, the world as a whole is just under a lot of stress, unnecessary stress. And what we really should have learned from this pandemic is the world keeps moving. Even if we don't, when we were quarantined and sheltering in place, the world kept moving. Uh, and a lot of thanks goes to the truckers and essential workers, but still, you know, we are important, but we're not so important that the world stopped turning when we stopped moving. And so that should tell us that we can afford to carve out, you know, 15 to 30 minutes a day for self-care. And we can look at this time, this unexpected gift as an opportunity to start including that in our day, you know, and you're going to find when you practice a little bit of self-care and I have been working on this for about the last six months, I've been really making time to do, and I'm not perfect at it and I still fail at it often, but you know, failure really is when you quit trying, uh, and I'm still trying and I'm still making that effort to improve on those areas that I feel like I still have room to grow and self-care is one of them. So, you know, but I've noticed when I still carve out that little bit of time, all my work still gets done. The work that I think, you know, is not going to possibly get done every day because I keep that journal that I've told you guys about keeping, you know, I keep a daily log of everything I have to do so I can go back and I can see for myself, it, it all gets done. It's not that big of a deal, but the reality of it is when I carve out 15 to 30 minutes a day, it still gets done, but it actually gets done more efficiently because I've gotten like a boost, a recharge. So whether I start that in the middle of the day or I take, you know, 30 minutes at lunchtime or even at the end of the day, because I'm sure like everybody else, I still have a laundry list of chores I have to get done before I can end the day. And so carving out that little bit of time, it still helps the rest of that to get done more efficiently. So I want to encourage you guys to change your mentality on how you look at self-care, uh, really change the value of it in your life and put it up at the top, you know, just marking it in on your schedule. It doesn't have to be done first thing in the morning, but put it at the top as far as priority goes, have coffee, drink plenty of water, self-care. And those things will help to improve the quality of your day, the, um, 
you know, efficiency of your day. I consider myself the, um, you know, organizational queen. I can multitask like it is nobody's business. In fact, in college, that was one of my classes I taught was on how to multitask. And so when I look at that and I think back on, you know, those opportunities that I have missed, I think, my gosh, but, you know, here are top 10 ways regardless of your gender, regardless of your marital status, regardless of your parenting status, top 10 ways that you can practice self-care. Number one, sleep hygiene, get eight straight, you know, whatever times you need, you need to back up your bedtime or, you know, whatever you have to do work to get eight straight. That is number one. And if you can keep a schedule, you know, that really helps you to make sure you always get eight straight. Exercise, whether that is yoga or running, riding a bike, doing some weightlifting, or again, I've told you about the six-week home and hit class that I have started uh, attending. You know, whatever works for you, walking with some neighbors, playing basketball with some friends, figure something out, whatever it is, get some exercise. Meditation, that really centralizes your focus and your energy and it brings it all in, focusing on your breathing, focusing on your heart rate. That meditation, you know, tunes out the rest of the world and all the white noise that's going on and helps you to focus on you because you are important. You know, if you sit at a desk all day or, you know, in your apartment, add a house plant. That does help clean the air of your house. It cheers up your desk. So if you have a black thumb like me, get something that is hard to kill. Um, and, you know, those uh, people at the plant stores will help you. They are very knowledgeable. Um, but add a house plant to your desk or to your house. Um, take a relaxing shower. If you know, you have been going, going, going all day, then work it into your schedule where every night before bed, you take a five or a seven minute hot shower and do some stretching in there and just wash off the day, wash off the stress, the dust. If you suffer from allergies, that's an extra bonus because you're not going to take all those allergens in your hair to your pillow. So another win there. Make sure you're drinking plenty of water. Whatever you think is enough, you're likely not drinking it. You need to shoot for at least 80 ounces of water a day. That's just standard, regardless of your size. You'll hear some theories on you need to drink half your body weight in ounces uh, of water. But you know, you want to talk to your doctor, find out what's the appropriate amount for you, but drink plenty of water. Set aside a five-minute decompression session just to breathe. Just breathe in, breathe out. Five minutes focusing on that. Combat negativity. I talk about this all the time. Negative people just sap the happy out of you. It's just draining. So combat the negativity. Detox from technology. You see a lot of people will give up, you know, social media or chocolate or whatever for Lent, but you need to make a schedule where you turn your phone off and you put it away. I have a rule. I do not allow any phones in our bedroom. 
I sleep very light. I hear every alert notification. I don't want any of that to up- upset my eight straight. So when I'm done with my phone, the ringer's never on anyway, but when I'm done with my phone, I put it away and I'm not worrying about what's going on because whatever's on social media, it'll still be there tomorrow. And whoever needs me, they know to call me on my landline. So there's no emergency that really requires me. I possess no special skills. So no one's looking for me that is that important. So detox from technology. And number 10, plan a date. If you're married, don't forget to date your spouse. If you're not, plan a date, whether it's a coffee date with friends, whether it's a romantic date with someone you're interested in, whether it's a walking date or, you know, hit the, hit the lake and do some kayaking, plan a date and focus on that, that whatever it is, that person, that event, that opportunity, even if it's just going for a hike through the forest, plan a date. These things that you can do to practice self-care will help eliminate your stress, your anxiety, and your health. So that's my encouragement to you for this week is to really try to work that into your schedule. I hope you've enjoyed this podcast. I've certainly enjoyed sharing it with you. Make today so awesome that tomorrow gets jealous. We're here for you. You can find us at www.15minutesofsane.net or 15minutesofsane.org. And we're on all the social medias. So if you have a topic you'd like us to discuss, let us know. We'll work it into the schedule. Have a good one.